Welcome to the Neurostartup Incubator Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Chantel Nicholas. This is season two, episode two, how to achieve the big O in business. This topic is a continuation of one of our previous episodes where we talked about how to stop thinking like you're a nine to five an overworked expert so that you can start thinking like a compassionate, excellent, and optimized entrepreneur. This is when you go from having an NFO mindset to a CEO mindset. In this episode, we'll talk more about how to achieve the big O in several areas of your life and business by implementing some go-to systems. And you guessed it, O stands for optimized. To be truly in business is to have systems that set you up for success. Systems that enable you to land and serve your clients over and over again without fail. I remember when I first started the Nerd Startup Incubator, I literally did not know where to start. What I did know was that I wanted to get and serve awesome clients and I wanted to do it in a way that worked well for my lifestyle and that fit into my busy schedule. But I did not know exactly how to do that for myself. I mean, I knew that there were tons of tools that I could invest in but I did not have a workflow within which to fit these tools. I needed a system for optimizing, getting clients, serving clients, and living my life as fully as possible. This episode is for you, whether you are looking to start your business or you are looking to advance your current one. If you are looking to develop a business that has staying power and that can change your life as it changes the world, then stay tuned. I'm going to talk about how to think through your systems for finding and serving your ideal clients. Now, this requires more than one episode, but don't you worry, because in future episodes, I'll continue to bring you insights that can help you create consistent client solutions while also aiming to live your best life. Here are three questions to consider. Do you know where your clients are? I mean, do you know where they hang out on social media and other online forums? I started out by doing what I call low-tech market research, or LTMR, where I reached out to ideal clients on social media like Instagram. When I embarked on this journey, I was immediately overwhelmed by the sheer number of potential clients that existed on there. I mean, even within my niche market, there were thousands of profiles that I could look through to determine if I should even reach out and make a connection. Now, imagine doing that on several social media platforms. At the same time, the whole lack of a process around that just gave me flashbacks to the movie Coming to America. Do you remember that scene when that gentleman asked the waiter to taste the soup? Only to find that he could not taste the soup because there was no spoon? Aha! You do not want to be the waiter that forgot the spoon. Not if you want a satisfied customer. Not if you want to land repeat clients. So if you're going to spend your valuable time and energy coming up with a business that is meaningful to you and that is worth fighting for or even failing for, then you had better be prepared to handle some aspects of running your business efficiently. You want to create some system for tracking who you engage with, their level of interest in you or your products, and whether they follow through with any prompts or calls to action that you provide. Now, You can use tools that automate the process for you, or you can use spreadsheets. I myself enjoy a good spreadsheet because I am a data scientist, and I love the idea of eventually being able to analyze data that is organized and that is consistent. I like to keep track on what social media platforms I engage people in, whether they are on my newsletter, whether they are interested in a product or book the call, et cetera, et cetera. 
The possibilities are endless for you, especially if you want to use this valuable information to offer products and services that your ideal clients actually want. Number two, how much time do you want to spend on client attraction and retention? So once you've actually hit the sweet spot of locating and engaging with your ideal clients, congrats. The next step is to help usher them into your series of products or services, what I call your cast or client ascension strategy. BT dubs, I'll be discussing that terminology in a future episode. This takes a great deal of effort and time, depending on what you are offering and what level of support or systems you have. When I first started building my email list, it was literally just that, a list of emails. I had a small yet growing list of ideal clients that I spent, I want to say literally no time nurturing. Between working the nine to five, building my products and doing market research, I felt that I had run out of time and energy, frankly, to figure out what email to write to my audience. I had not mastered the art of writing email campaigns. I did not quite understand what it meant to truly nurture my ideal or current clients. To be quite honest, I am always learning and making improvements in this area. What you want to do is avoid what I did. I went months and months without so much as sending one email to my list of ideal clients who at one point had expressed enthusiasm about what I had to offer. Yep, guys, who knows how many coins I neglected to collect. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been so close to reaching a pinnacle moment in your life or business and you just missed the mark? Call it fear of success or self-sabotage and I'll give you that. But at the end of the day, if I had a system for attracting and retaining clients, then that might have offset some of my emotional or structural setbacks at the time. I read in a book by Grant Cordone called Sell or Be Sold that the ethical thing to do is to sell to your ideal clients, assuming that you do have a product or service that you know will improve their lives. If you're in the business of changing the lives of others for the better, and I assume you are if you're listening to this podcast, then you have to consider how much time and energy you have for routinely connecting with clients and helping them along their transformation journey. Take into account what level of effort is needed to say and do all the things, draft and edit emails, phone calls, texts, tracking conversations, updating offers, introducing new ones, etc. Not having time is simply not an excuse. So invest in support, either a VA, a marketing specialist, a CRM, or what have you, so that you can support your ideal clients through their transformations. Number three, do you have more energy to engage with your clients one-on-one? more energy to engage them in bulk. I can't tell you how many times I've coached a client that thought that they were 100% clear on their product or service until we approached the topic of exactly how they planned on delivering it. This led to so many aha moments for my clients. Your solutions and the way that you deliver your solutions may just about be as equally as important. Your delivery needs to work for you and for your ideal clients optimally. So if your clients require one-on-one support to get their transformations going, then you have got to consider whether you have the kind of time or energy to consistently support them and whether you are charging enough for your time so that it can be lucrative for you as well. If yes, then great. But if not, then you may want to change your delivery strategy. Ask yourself yourself. 
and your potential clients during the market research phase if you can, if they're okay with a workbook or pre-recorded content or other digital product to support their journey. If so, then you can supplement or altogether prioritize the need for one-on-one sessions. Obviously, that may not work for all businesses, but it may give you an opportunity to optimize your time so that you can help more clients in a shorter amount of time. Imagine creating your solution just once digitally and then having an endless number of copies to sell versus your limited time. After all, there's only one of you. So optimize your brilliance so that you can optimize your impact. Go ahead and invest in tools to automate the delivery of your digital products upon purchase so that you can further optimize your and your client's experiences. In conclusion, learning how to optimize parts of your life, career, and business is critical when you're starting out. Optimizing your systems and yourself will allow you to expand your perspective as you build ideal products for your ideal clients. From here, you can start to narrow down what tools to invest in, who to hire for certain aspects of your business, and where the bulk of your ideal client attraction action will take place. Once I learned how to optimize the most crucial areas of my business, it opened up avenues for me to explore other seeds in my business that I wanted to water. Optimization is your best way to free up time and energy to dream bigger and go beyond the day-to-day activities of running your business and to spend time focusing on developing other facets of your vision for your business in the future. So if you feel you are destined for cultivating a vision for yourself and for your business that goes beyond mundane day-to-day activities, then do these three things. One, determine the amount of time that you intend to spend working on your business daily and weekly. Two, fill your calendar with specific assignments related to client attraction or activities that benefit you and your business. And three, invest in systems that are suitable for helping you to consistently attract, serve, and retain your ideal clients. Are you ready to achieve the big O in your business? If you are ready to get optimized and you need a refresher on building out your vision, go ahead and send us an email with any questions you have on this topic using the big O in the subject line to hello at nerdstartupincubator.com so that we can create more episodes to help you do that and help you strategize on building your dream business. That's our show. Catch you in the next episode.